Five, four, three. Wait. Marker. Uh, not that we need it. Marker. Hey, hey. Wait, everybody at the same time. One, two. Perfect. Jeez. Hi, hi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hi, guys. What's up? We <laughs> Hard to believe we actually made it to uh, 21 episodes, but yeah. Uh, we had the wonderful uh, uh, Dino Maloxis today on, the, the otherwise known as the Ampeg guy. Yes. Uh, Dino's been working for Ampeg forever and ever and ever, and most of the bass players that are studio saltworths in the industry, they know who he is. Uh, and Dino's another New England native, so. Yeah, good guy. Yeah. One of the coolest, guy. one of the coolest last names. I dig it. Yeah. I wonder if he makes a good baklava. I'll have to ask them. About have to ask that. Him. Oh, we should have asked that. We didn't we'll get have to bring him back. Desserts. God damn. Some desserts. So yeah, and it's uh, episode twenty-one. Twenty-one. Big bottom. So, twenty-one. As mentioned before, we don't have to wait outside a uh, a Seven Eleven for uh, somebody to stop by, and we can slip him a fiver to grab a grab a six pack. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> buy ya at the packy you know like i was saying out here pimping pimped some beer so yeah and uh how are you guys doing hanging in there yeah no hell yeah people. nice yeah cool. i'm glad we're back good. i'm glad we're back we're the, again we are mm -hmm. back 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 back, back. three we'll keep building up doing stuff so yeah dino monoxilis monoxilis correct monoxilis can you say that again three times? I just time? want to make sure I'm... I actually practiced it before to make sure I could say the last name correctly. That's how yeah. I roll. I do homework before the show. No. no. Oh! oh. Exhibit A. <sighs> Exhibit A. Somebody give him a banana split, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, well... I try to do my. You no, know, I'll hoy polloi Steve Araujo. Is. There was a there was a popular band out here named Hoy Polloi. Nice. Just saying. really. Yes. There was a killer band called the Banana Splits. There was a great kids show called the Banana Splits. Remember that? That's what I'm talking about. That band. Oh. And then there's a new version. Mm. Of they had a new movie come out a couple of years ago. What? Yeah. It was a great show back in the day. Like uh, all... the banana splits went mad. They went crazy. Uh, they had their own, and they started killing people. So it was like a horror version of the banana splits. It sounds like the um, what, the Phantom, the opera, the Kiss movie. Yeah, I mean, so anybody can Google it afterwards. It's uh... <laughs> the banana splits go to horror or are murderers. Yeah, are murderers. <laughs> nice. I think that was like a Sid and Marty Croft kind of thing. Just acid. Dropping acid. Way, way back in the day, yeah, sure. Yeah. But the new version is like... It was probably uh, Eli Roth, a la Hostel. The Hostel version of the Banana Splits. <laughs> like John, John's is like, all right, let's... What is going on? Up. So enjoy Dino, and this is just yes. us bullshitting. I'm sorry, everyone. So, But we are so stoked to be back. And uh, yeah, Dino was on. He was great. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna sign off first, Steve Araujo. Or hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me sign off first. I'm John Moody. And I'm Steve Araujo, look at me. <laughs> I deserve a banana split, look at I did my homework. Uh, Tony Paleo. <laughs> I'm just me. All right, cool. Oh my God. All right, wait, we have to do a marker again for the end. Stop. Hold on. One, two, two three. three, bang. <laughs> perfectly on time it's a miracle we're even fucking bass players and can play with people all right episode 21 big bottom we are back motherfuckers enjoy the show dino take care guys good seeing you i'm gonna stop recording hey everybody welcome big bottom Boom. episode episode 21 season three what the hell this show can buy beer now Woo! the show can buy you guys are legal age now yeah i think so yes. 
Just a little bit. Just a little. We don't, over. We don't have to wait outside the uh, convenience store and have those other podcasts come by and, you know, just slip money. <laughs> That's true. Well, it, it was over here. We called it pimping beer. We would sit in front of 7-Eleven and we would call it pimping beer. I don't know what it's back east. Is that the same terminology? Well, we call it a packy here. So you got to hang up by the packy. You got to hang up by the packy. And, and when you were trying to score the beer underage, what was it called? Just... Scoring yeah, underage know. beer. We, we would say we, we need a buyer. You need a buyer. We need a buyer. <laughs> hey, uh, we need a, we need hey, a buyer. Hey, bro, you know? can you get me some beer? <laughs> Yo, dude, wait by the liquor store. Oh. So and kind of cool, you know? And how about Swisher Sweets? Did you guys do those? Like, hey, would you buy for me? Oh, you know? absolutely. Some beers no, and some Swisher. I was a black Swisher. and mild man. Which one? I was a black and mild man. Those are rad, too. Yeah, yeah. Or, t- or Tipperillos. Tipperillos. Oh. My God. The Backwood Smokes. Backwood Smokes were in for a little bit. Of course. Way back, way back in the day. All right. Hey, um, Tony, introduce our freaking rad guest. Uh, uh, he, uh, he's this way from me. He's here. Uh, that way. I, <laughs> some people refer to him in our industry as the Ampeg guy. It's uh, uh, and uh, You might not recognize him without all his facial hair. It's Dina Maloxis from Ampeg. Woo, woo, woo. woo. I'm going to fly in Not just applause. the Ampeg guy, but a killer player in his yes. own right. Absolutely. You know? Man, and, thank and you. I'm bummed because he lives maybe like 30 miles from me, and I never see him. If uh, that. Yeah. If that. The only time I see you face-to-face is at Nam when we're 3,000 miles away from here. <laughs> but we're doing chicken sandwiches next week. Uh, Oh, dude, yeah, 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 we are. Yeah, doing chicken sandwiches we'll next go week. Go Augustus? Oh, I'm jealous. I'm fucking jealous. Absolutely. I'm going to fly out there. I took Tony Siani there, and, and like, um, he loved it. He loved it. Hot chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Actually, not hot, but just regular chicken sandwiches. Good chicken sandwiches. Good. Really nice. Good. Man, we're stoked to have you, Dino. Really, thank you. And I, I got to say, you got one of the fucking coolest last names. I just... <laughs> I, ever said Monoxalis. I'm like, that's just a badass last name. Just saying. Because you can think, you can thank my grandfather. You know, it's funny. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I, like when I first started playing, I wanted to change my last name. Oh. I wanted to like change it to something cool. Dude. And my, and my, I remember my dad saying, "He says you change my, you change this last name, you're disowned from the family." <laughs> <laughs> you get one of these, son. Yeah, exactly. Like old school exactly. Greek, you know. Like, I love yeah. it. That's a fucking rad name. I love it. I, it's badass. It's awesome, man. Thank but yeah, thank you for joining us. And this is uh, this is awesome. I'm glad we're kicking off third season with you, man. We've got this a lot to talk awesome. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. This is like I said. This is totally cool, man. Third How season. are you handling lockdown, Dean? What's different for you if there is anything different? Yeah. Tell us how you're dealing with the last seven, seven and a half months. Well, uh, the, the, so the first couple of months, I dealt with it by basically drinking whiskey every single night, <laughs> like like a lot of us did. You know Amen. what I mean? It was like yeah. an excuse to sit home and just and commiserate. Well, you know? we didn't know. We didn't know severity. We didn't know. Nobody knew. It, nobody knew. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was uh, you know, self-therapy, self uh medication yeah. for sure yeah. absolutely agree. absolutely it was like and there wasn't anything going on it was like all right so at the end of my work day what do i got going on well i'm just going to sit on my front porch and drink myself you know nice but i mean more seriously though honestly yeah. i um you know I, I i took the time i basically my wife and my my older daughter we we started this this diet program and um you know because that that was the other thing it's like we were constantly eating we were eating and drinking like like fools and it was like all right this this ain't healthy and you know that combined with everybody saying you know oh you know with with how um this covid thing the coronavirus is is scary to people with comorbid yes you know comorbid conditions which i was Mm. had high blood pressure i was over 300 pounds it was just like I caught this thing. I'm like, all right, I'm perfect candidate for him. I, yeah. you know, we probably still are, but uh, throughout this, I, I went on this diet program man, exercising and just taking care of myself. I stopped drinking for a while and I'm right now I'm down about 81 pounds from, from when I started. Awesome. Yeah. Man. Nice. I'm heading, I'm heading towards, uh, I'm heading towards a hundred. My goal is a hundred pounds by next January. Fantastic, um, man. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, that as far as my personal well-being, that's kind of what I've been doing is just been 
as far as everything else playing wise, you know, picking up the oddball session here and there, you mm-hmm. know, playing on people's doing Christmas albums in the middle of, you know, in the middle of the summer, people <laughs> ask me to play on their Christmas album, you know, but uh, yeah, just, you know, just, I'm actually just enjoying my time at home, not traveling, spending time with family. Yeah. I think a lot of people inadvertently learned that that is actually, wow, that's, that's satiating to the mind and soul. Whereas there were a lot of people that were traveling and doing stuff and out of town a lot. And also that contributes or attribute, you know, to some illnesses too. You know, you, you run yourself down from traveling so much, you know, and you're home and, you know, obviously at the beginning, you know, everybody's freaking out and it leveled off a little bit. So yeah, getting on the healthy tip is, is awesome. And yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that was the other thing too. I mean, I was, I was traveling back and forth to LA at least, one week a month, sometimes two weeks a month. Yeah. And, um, you know, just, just eating on the road and eating airport food and eating fast food and, you know, and, and eating at weird schedules and times and, yeah. you know, so yeah, this, this, you, you take, you know, you, you take something bad, you make something good out of it. Absolutely. I'm, what I'm getting at. You know? Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. And you were able to get a little bit more into your home record. I mean, you always did home recording, but kind of up the game a little bit or did more of it or what? Is, I, I'm just wondering, like, no, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, it, yeah. Oh, geez. I, now I can learn what this button does. Yeah. Oh, don't touch that. <laughs> you know, I started experiment with plugins. Yeah. Things like that. It's like, you know, for the most part, you know, I sit home and I record bass tracks for people or bass tracks for Ampeg and sure. I'm never really doing like full sessions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, all right, now I, I can expand a little bit and figure out what all this stuff does, you know, and, awesome. and you know, getting into plugins and, and learning what they do. And yeah. um, I, I actually learned a new, uh, I, I just recently downloaded Logic. And uh, I was going to ask you the DAW, what your DAW was. So I've been a Pro Tools guy for the longest time. And it got to the point where I kept on upgrading my Mac and upgrading my software, my operating system. And yeah, it was just like, you know what? I I can't do this anymore. This is crazy. So a buddy of mine suggested, you know, just try logic, try the free trial. Sure. And and that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, getting used to, to working with logic and it's really cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's Steve's DAW of choice. That's, so he yeah. That. I, uh, yeah. Back in the day I did try pro tools. My, my little tiny brain just couldn't wrap around it. Logic is just the workflow and the, it, it's just, it, for me, for my brain, it's more intuitive. So for you, it's probably super easy because coming from pro tools, it, it, pro tools is just very heady. And I just, I yeah. never, I never wrap my head around it and I just, logic just works. And I don't know, I, if I don't know how to do something, it, I, I can kind of figure it out pretty quick as opposed to going on a forum, doing all that. So for me, I, 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 I love logic. It's just yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, it, there, there were some things at first, like when I first started getting into it, I'm like, oh, this is, this is way too much like GarageBand. But, but then my buddy, who's very ensconced in logic, like I call him up and say, all right, dude, how do I get audio files? You know, it's just, they're not there for me. Yeah. Goes, oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta undo the package and, and it. And yeah. File, take- yeah. File management, you know, with exactly. anything with, with video or audio, you really, yeah. File ma- and if file management is easier than, I mean, GarageBand is a toy when you get to logic or pro tools, your, your file management, you can actually choose where everything goes. So you know that when you go back to it, Oh, there's all my audio. There's all my, you know, markers, everything. So yeah, was, yeah that's cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm digging it now. Like I said, I nice. probably won't go, you know, unless somebody requests that I do something specifically, specifically for them and, and pro tools, which there never is, <laughs> you know, nobody's going to send me their pro tools project yeah. and say, Hey, can you put track? It's just I'm sending WAV files back yeah. and forth. So. Yeah, and I think what .pts logic will read Pro Tools sessions and bring it in. I'm pretty sure there's a oh, if okay. somebody does, I, I'm pretty sure you can do that. But anyways, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be calling you. No, I you <laughs> know, how I, do I do this, dude? Yeah, ask away if I don't know. It'll just, uh, but I you know I sometimes know enough to 
be dangerous. But again, with this lockdown, I've been doing a lot more recording. And at GNL, I've been doing a lot of multi-tracking with bands where that wasn't my thing either. Now I'm like, oh, I'm learning like parallel compression on drums and all this stuff. And uh, it's kind of cool. It's fun. Uh, anyways. Yeah, that's uh, that's rad. And all of us have, you know, we always talk about recording and DAWs and all that. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. We nerd out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can only talk about bass amps and bass gear for so long before. <laughs> well, that's a whole other thing, too. <laughs> we yeah, exactly. like minutia, like, you know, oh. DI boxes and so forth. Like, we really, like, get on, like, put on our glasses and look like, yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really real bullshit. <laughs> real first world problem stuff we talk about it's, yeah it's sad you know it, it's it's funny because i'll get emails from guys like you know hey can you tell me what the what the impedance is the input impedance on an svt3 pro and it's like yeah. i have no freaking clue yeah like i know i'm the product guy but why does that matter other all right well yeah i'm you you know i'm, I'm using uh you know a, a, a piezo pickup or something or, yeah, it, yeah it's like Okay, I get that, but I'll, I'll answer that question. If you can tell me what notes are in a C major seven arpeggio, how's that? If we Exactly. That's more important, I think. This know? is true. Now, <laughs> and then speaking of that and DIs and stuff, are you using, what's your DI of choice for recording? I know that all of us kind of nerd out on yeah. that. Stuff. Yeah, so I actually have, I've got these, I, I started a collection of these guys. Mm. I'll, I'll unplug it here. Ampeg did these SVT DIs. Yes, Ooh. Obeyed. Now Obeyed Khan helped design that. That this is Obeyed Khan's, Khan's yes. design, correct? Yeah, because I, so, I, yeah, those are fantastic. And and Obed now does his Khan DI, which is essentially yeah. So I have a lot of guys like, hey man, where can I get one of those SVT DIs? It's like, dude, just go to Khan Audio, yeah. and it's in fact, I think he's improved. It's fantastic. It's so fucking good, man. But is Ampeg ever going to bring that one back? Well, you know, there's, <laughs> there's been discussions okay. about that. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, it, it's funny that this, this is a topic that comes up every time, you know, we start talking about, uh, we start talking about DIs and, mm -hmm. and actually that's, you know, the first time we started talking about doing the DI, it ended up turning into this guy. That's which, that's good. Still a great DI, but yeah. it's 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 not the SVT DI. Yeah. So at some point, you know, I I I have the ears of the guys, you know, the designers at Line Six and Yamaha Guitar Group, and cool. um, you know, you never know what we might be coming out with in, in the next couple of years. Those were great, man. I love those. Yeah, good. And they're hard yeah. to find. You're pushing my button like I'm sitting well, on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because I have, I've got two here in the studio. I have one on my pedal board, and then I actually have one in my office out in California. And um, so I have a collection of them, but they are they're hard to find. Yeah. And when you do find them, they're like four or five hundred dollars. They're not cheap now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll do something with them soon. Cool, nice. That's good yeah. to know. Yeah, but that scrambler is pretty badass too. It is. It is. It's good. a cool toy. Uh, Tony and I were talking about this earlier. <laughs> you know, so fantastic. I, I, I think we're going to talk chicken sandwiches here. No, that has a pass through, right? It's so got it has a pass through. A... Yes. Nice. So it's. Uh, one thing about this, and you know, so it's a DI pedal, obviously, or it's a DI and a preamp pedal. But like Tony was asking, um, is does it have the ability to send a clean signal, just a clean, unaffected signal, yeah, to your backline without using the preamp and all that stuff? And that's what the through button does, just like a regular DI. Sure. Um, and then you can send all your affected stuff, you know. I don't know why everybody in the industry doesn't have that. Yeah. I don't know either, to be quite honest. And, and, and most on the pedal form format, sorry, I don't mean to bogart, but yeah, most no, good. Yeah. don't. Most don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what's funny though, like if you look at like just a regular countryman, which mm -hmm. I, I've got a countryman here, yeah. that's, you've got the input and you've got the through. To just go right out the front, yeah. right out to your. Oh, I mean, you could get a two hundred dollar JDI, or I don't even know what they go for. You know, with the Jensen yeah. transformer. Yeah, 
that has a pass through, you know? Yeah. So like the people who design the DI boxes, they do, but like, oh, let's go put an, you know, XLR a pedal and they, like, they don't, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, Tony, the only thing I could think of is for the guys that have that, the preamp DI kind of thing, the, the rationale would be you're buying it specifically for the EQ on that and the XLR is an afterthought. So why would you want to bypass the actual tone that you bought it for? True. Yeah. I mean, I guess that the, but that's their mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's the argument I could see them using. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's like Tony and I were saying, the, the problem is when you do run something like this into your amp and you're running it through the, through the actual line out, now you're stacking preamp on top of preamp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that kind of defeats the you whole thing. Funny like harmonics and so forth yeah. and your mid range yeah. gets really yeah. But the cool thing, like, you know, if I'm on a fly date or just you know, or not that I do a lot of fly dates, but you know, if I'm doing something where I just want to bring a preamp. Yeah, perfect. And, and and I know there's gonna be an amp on stage, like Tony's saying, I'm kinda of stuck now because if I want my ampeg tone going out the front of house, mm. I still have to dump it into the front of the amp, whatever whatever that may be. Or you could go into the return, right? And just hit the well, power amp go, of the yeah. amp. Yep. You could go into the return or the or the power amp in. Yep. Yeah. You could absolutely do that as well. Yeah. So but And then yeah. my question on the older Ampeg DI. That's what I liked about the Condi because I did a couple of things for for Obed, or Obed Obed. I forget how. I've always just said Obed. Obed, Obed. Yeah, Con, yeah. And he's an awesome yeah. guy, man. The guy is brainiac, oh fantastic. The thing I loved about the Con, and I don't know if the Ampeg does, is that the through is actually affected, which yes. is fantastic because then you go into an amp and you actually have that tube if you want that. You know, it, it's yeah. really cool. So that is the same with that, huh? Yep. So that basically what you can do is, I mean, what I've used this for is mm -hmm. if, like on some of the Portaflex amps, which are yeah. solid state, by, uh, what button is it here? Yeah, by hitting direct or tube, now I'm putting the tube in my signal yeah. chain and putting it in the front of the amp. So now essentially I've got a tube, somewhat of a tube preamp, and you can yeah. send it at the front of house as well. I need to find one of those. Do you have yeah. a choice on that to do affected or unaffected yep yeah yep. for both okay. for both the xlr and the uh and the output now another thing that i discovered on this and i think obed's his di's do the same thing um if you disengage the tube for the xlr mm -hmm. and the input you don't have to run it powered you can run it as a, as yes. a truly passive di yep same with that one too, right? The SVT, yeah. can you do that? Yeah, it's a yeah. passive DI also, which is pretty rad. The yeah. Rupert Neve DI, the, uh, mm. it's the same thing. As, it, even though it's an, it's an active box, uh, active, but it, it's same thing. You can run it passive. I'm not using it at all. I'm just using a, a regular amp, but it passes mm. right through, no problem. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I mean, the only problem with it is, I mean, the, the thing is, you know, things as heavy as a boat anchor. Yeah, so when yeah. I put it on my pedal board, it's just like. <laughs> it's massive, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's where you get that heft. You get a that's little bit true. of that heft, that transformer in that tube, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. I got a helmet yeah. down. I got to go find one. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you, you you can find them on Reverb. Reverb, yeah. Um, you, you see them from time to time. Now, if you can find that on top of that, especially for home recording, yeah. if you can find one of the mic pre's, oh. so it's an SVT MP. Oh, it's a mic pre and it's got an it, actually there's a knob there's a knob right in the middle of the a mm -hmm. that's your attenuator wow and um i know guys that are using that as well i think obed makes mm -hmm. one of those too i think he does yeah and the same kind of footprint you know he follows that and yeah i would like to a b that against the ready black yeah. tony i actually it's funny you say that because i have recordings that myself and um, I don't know if you guys know Jimmy Miller. He's he's an Ampeg guy. Oh, yeah, I know Jimmy. So he actually sent me his ready. He has a ready. He sent it up to me, and I did a bunch of A-B comparisons between that and the ready. And I think I did some A-B comparisons with the Countrymen, too. Okay. And they're, they're very similar. 
They're very some of the readiest, probably a little bit cleaner mm -hmm. than the SVT DI. DI has a little bit more grit to it. And Obed but, worked I with mean, Obed worked with Montesi also on the ready back in the day too. Oh, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, he he did some consulting or working or something like that with him. So that, that's yeah. a killer DI. Cannot yeah. help but know Jimmy. He's notorious on talk base. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes, he's. I, I, although I haven't, I haven't heard from him in a while. I gotta, I gotta check in with him, and make sure. I heard he retired from playing, or something oh. like that. I, I've got, Jimmy might actually. I know he's gonna see this. I know he's <laughs> gonna see this video. So Jimmy, let us know. Shout out if you retired. Like I know you're picking up maybe the. You know, he's in Florida, you know, and Florida. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he might just be laying low too, you know. He might be laying low. I mean, because to this time, who knows, man? Well, you know, I, you know we wish him the best. He's a character. He, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy was a live gig player, man. And I know, you know, with COVID, that just that kind of shut a lot of people down, you know. And that that was like that was his main source of income was gigging live. So mm. yeah, um, yeah. If you if you're hearing this, Jimmy, I hope you're all right. Let me let yeah. us know. Reach out. You Reach know? out, please. Yeah. yeah. So, but I do have those, I do have those, uh, those waveforms, those wave cool. samples that I'll share with you at some point. Well, it's funny. I think yeah. the, the red ready is what the, based after the, the B15 and yes. the ready black is based after the SVT. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, that might, I wonder if that one's a little, I got to talk to Pete. A little crunchier. That's a little crunchier. Okay. You know. Yeah. Like, my I got my backpack under the desk here. It keeps oh. falling over. Oh, what, what what's it doing? Is it biting? No, it's biting my knees. <laughs> John, how are you doing over there right now? John's got a new home, so he was. I, I so I'm you know I've been there every night, checking off my little list of things to do and adding more to it. Mm. So the punch I, list. I, I, hmm. The punch list. Punch list. Yeah, we uh. we repainted about half the rooms last weekend so oh man yeah when, that was the baby. when's the move-in date again john when are you out of your old next place? friday nice That's so cool. i'm still getting stuff um in moving things that you know i don't want the movers to mm -hmm. to do yeah and stuff yeah. like that so a new home john or an old home uh, fairly new. It's like one of those like new development neighborhoods, but it's it's in the older part of it. So I mean, the house is still like two years old. Cool. Yeah. Cool. The only problem we found is since everything is finished, there's like no nice area just for storage. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Good luck with the move. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You know, I'm How sure. About... No, I was gonna say Tony will come out and help. Help yeah. you, you know, if I was close by, I look for reasons to be physical. You know what I mean? Like I would be there in a heartbeat, you know? Yeah. Unlike my house from like 1940, you know, like creaks every, you know, <laughs> you walk up the stairs, <laughs> you know, it really sounds like a haunted house. You know, I'll tell you, we, we, we bought this place brand new, like 15, 16 years ago. It was being built when we bought it. And we were thinking, oh man, brand new house, new construction. Yeah, no, nah, you know what? We just we just put a new roof on it. I'm looking at having to replace the heating system. It's like, yeah, I'm not so sold on brand new homes anymore. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, the the house prior to this that we lived in, in Lowell, Mass. It was I think the house it was an old homestead. It was like over a hundred years old. Wow. And the thing was built, you know. They, like they say, they don't build them like that anymore, unfortunately. <clears throat> it's the, uh, you know, it's the, the pluses and minuses of home ownership. You know, yeah. you gotta, yeah. It's adulting. <laughs> yeah, it's adulting. I know, I know. You know, <laughs> tell us about plans for Ampeg in 2021 with all the changes, with all the, like of everything happening with like this virtual NAM, which you might as well be no NAM, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just say no nam, you know what I mean? What do they call it? It's uh, it's uh, music experience or experience yeah, music like or that, something. something music week. I forget. Uh, yeah. Experience music by ghosting, yes, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I forget so, the name. I forget exactly what they're calling it, but I've gotten some emails. I'm sure John, ha I'm sure we all have from, yeah, you know, yeah. trying you to, know, yeah. It's, it sucks. You know, I, I mean, it, it's funny. I, I, as we all do, I'm sure we all have a love hate relationship with Nam. Yes. You know, it, the only way I could describe it, and this, I, I think this last Nam was my 35th. Wow. Winter Nam show. Wow. Um, Third. Wait a second. Thirty fifth. Wow. Thirty fifth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's this. Like I said, the beard was gray before I shaved. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's like I, I I view it like like somebody asked me like how do you view Nam? I was like, man, it's it's the hardest you will ever work all year round having the most fun you'll ever have all year round so it's just like it's this true dichotomy that you yeah. absolutely bust your balls for in some cases two weeks leading up to it yeah and then you know you walk away you were just completely drained but you walk away going man that was so much fun i hope i don't have to do that again next year <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then so, you yeah, last year was my yeah. most stressful nam for me man it was definitely the most yeah but you know what it's like on the flip side though i always view it and i've always viewed like bass player live the same way it's like i know this isn't what the show is about but people like schedule vacations schedule their lives schedule their family lives yeah around this and you know spectators come out to the show Granted, even though they're not supposed to, it is supposed to be a, it's not a consumer show. Industry. But you know what? I mean, like, I just, we owe it to them as the manufacturers mm -hmm. that when somebody walks in the booth, I don't care how freaking tired you are or how beat up or how many times you've answered that same freaking question. Yeah. You got to answer with a smile on your face because this person walks in, it may be their first time in your booth ever. Yeah. And the last thing you want him walking out is like, you know, geez, that guy was a real prick. You know, you want him walking out going, man, that was really cool. Yeah, I've never been in an, I remember my first couple of NAMM shows going in a, a couple of, of guitar booths that shall remain nameless manufacturers. <laughs> and the guy was an absolute prick to me. Yeah. You know, it was like, Kidsmith. No, 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 I do remember Ken giving me shit though for picking oh. up one of his bases without asking like, Adam displayed on a table. Oh yeah. I, you know, I just came from Alembic, you know, I'm playing yeah. a $20,000 series one. So I yeah. go over to Ken Smith and, and Ken looked at me like with this, you know, Put that bass down. What do you think this is? You know, guitar center type thing. Two words for him. Two words for him. Fuck him. That's I, it. I knew those were the words. I knew How those were I the know? words. How did I know? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, like like you said, Dino, it's kind of, you know, originally Nam was, you know, music merchants, industry comes, orders for the year, blah, blah, blah. And there's good and bad with it becoming such a social scene. I mean, I think it's kind of a cool thing. The good you know? overwhelmed. If you're a social yeah. person, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, like it, if you feed off that energy, like obviously I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I yeah. fucking love it, man. I see you guys. Yeah. Well, it's just it. You know, it's, it's like we get to see each other. We don't see each other. Like Tony was saying, he's 30 miles from me. I see him once a year, 3,000 yeah. miles away from yeah. this. You know, it wouldn't be the same without going, uh, you know, to uh, Sunday morning and looking for Dino. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah, where's Dino? Oh, now, Dino, I'm going to give you shit right now. I'm going to give you shit publicly for everybody right now. Go ahead. Okay? Uh -oh. Go ahead. Look, we've had some of those base get-togethers, and you've been invited. Uh -oh. I know. I know. I know. And you know all these cats that are there. I know. You know. I, you know what? It. It. I'm afraid. Listen, <laughs> I have this thing about coming into Massachusetts. That's that's what it comes down to. What? What? Wait a second. What? What's wrong? What's wrong? You so? Come on. You're from so, here. You know, if you guys start fixing your roads, I might be more apt to come down there. But as soon as I get, <laughs> look at the look. <laughs> Oh man! My wife and I, when we're coming down 93 oh. South, which is the main interstate from New Hampshire to Mass, mm -hmm. 
we'll come over the state line and literally I'll say landing in Massachusetts and it's like Badoosh. oh man <laughs> I'm just giving you shit <laughs> and you grew up in mass I did I'm a mass hole I am a yeah. true mass hole but I am a convert I am a convert I we I, uh, we my family's on me to be a convert actually hmm. are they up here in New Hampshire so where we thought about looking at um we roughly looked at some houses in the Hampton and Rye area. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. Near the beach. So, nice. that, well, you're a surfer. So, that's, I, I can, and I'll tell you right now, as soon as, as soon as my kids are grown, which they're, they're just about there, but um, we, I would consider moving closer to the, uh, to the ocean as well. Like within, within a 10, 15 minute drive. I'm an hour out now. My good new my good surfer friends are like they're mostly like most of the people I surf with are from New Hampshire. Yep. So they're all like, Hey, we got this house here. Hey, we got this house here. Hey, we got the house. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, Rye's a little expensive. <laughs> yeah. You know, property but Hampton's more dealable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and property taxes are just insane as well, which Massachusetts ain't too far behind either. Yeah. We're talking. We see we're adulting again. We're supposed to be talking about. Babies. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so, all right. We're catching up, like catching New up, England man. shit. You know, sorry. You're gonna sorry, crowd. But you know, we get we get like this. Sandwiches. You know what I mean? You know, it's super open format, like a Rogany style. You know. <laughs> but you're right. Next next time next time we do have a base get together, whether it's up here or down in Massachusetts, we I promise we will we will get together. You heard it here. I have a, Dino, you're okay, thinking so too. I, so you heard it here. Here's the deal. How far is Stoneham from you? Uh, Stoneham. 45 minutes, right? Yeah, 45. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right. I have a new state. I have a new studio space in Stoneham. Oh, there you okay. go. Oh. Right? Yeah. I mean, I just got it. And it's big enough to host like a little gathering. Okay. We'll have one invite all the people that we know in that area. Yeah. Do like a little... You know what have you? We'll do a bass hang. Bring some it's, gear. Bring some pedals. Bring some basses. You know, that's. I mean, tsunami cables will wire the whole thing. Yeah, why not? Yeah, there you, there you go. There you go. That's the thing. Like bass players, we don't we don't get to hang out. No. All that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's it's, and this is kind of why I miss like I I miss when I was in school. I went to I went to BIT, but oh nice, you know, obviously, yeah. Obviously, we've got Berkeley yeah. down in Boston, yeah. And um, you know, I miss that hang. I miss the camaraderie, hanging out with other bass players and talking gear and talking playing and just talking bass. You yeah. know, um, so yeah, we'll 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 hang out. I promise. Hey, hey Dino, cool. where where is your um, office out here in California? Is it near? Is it Anaheim or is it near Yamaha? Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's up in Calabasas. Oh, in Calabasas. It, okay. Yeah, it's basically um, it's it's the Line Six offices. Oh, okay. In Calabasas, that is now you know I've, um, since Yamaha bought Line Six, I don't mm -hmm. know, six or seven years ago, mm -hmm. um, the, the, they changed the name of the company to Yamaha Guitar Group. Oh, interesting. Okay. So it's Yamaha Guitar Group, which is Yamaha Guitars, Line 6, and now Ampeg. Ampeg. Cool. And it's literally right off of Las Virginis. In, yeah. A couple of hours for me, hour and a half. Without, yeah. A you know, couple of hours with traffic, hour and a half without. So Yeah. Or yeah. or it could be a couple of days, depending on rush hour. Wait, fucking four hours, three hours in the middle of the day. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, that's... Yeah. I, I, I lived in L.A. for about seven, eight years. And um, I, I remember commuting from when we finally moved out of Southern Cal. I was living in uh, in uh, Santa Clarita, Canyon, oh, yeah. Canyon Country. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. But I was commuting into Hollywood every day to because I was teaching at MI, mm -hmm. and and that that commute just sucked. Yeah, you know, I, I over that. Yeah, but even now, like when I go back to LA, you know, just. Like I'll land in LA on like a Friday afternoon and, and trying to get from LAX up to Calabasas oh, at like two o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. That's why I live in Orange County. I'm like, fuck LA. I'm like just I love it up there. Second, what time are you flying in? 
what time do I get into LAX? Yeah, what time? Yeah, you flying around too, right? Hey, you know. Yeah, usually, usually I'll I'll take the morning flight out of Boston, and that puts me into into LAX. I land at LAX 11:30 noon. By the time I get my car and my luggage, it's three o'clock in the afternoon. You know that sort of thing. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah because I do. I've got it down to a T, man. When I was going out there all the time, I would go the earliest flight possible, get in around 10:30, 11. You know, I know where to get my car pretty quickly, which is a short, what, about a mile, yeah. you know, ride on, on the bus. And then, boo, boo, boo. Then, yeah, there. Doritos. Doritos. Uh, well, I would normally go to Doritos, but. Uh, well, you, you missed the it. part, Steve. What happened? He was get the car, return to LAX, because by that time, I you had fly it. And, and was yeah, Sometimes I get the car and I swing back and I pick up John. John, John and then it's like, John, okay, you ready? All right. Are you hungry? Okay, come on, let's go. Right, and then we go to Cerritos, which Steve doesn't like so much. And then, you know, for burritos, I was going to say Tacos. Cerritos, the town, or yeah, their Cerritos restaurant town. called Cerritos. No, Cerritos, no, the, the, town. Cerritos the town. Um, Amore Tacos. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, right. Dino will understand this. There's so many killer Mexican, Hispanic, Spanish restaurants. No! around like anywhere there's anywhere and i just give tony shit because he insists on going to cerritos for these badass and they're actually really good it's a good place but you know like even by me there's still just... gets upset that tony and i just go down the street in anaheim just to angelo's and get the really greasy oh my god we do yeah. i don't know why no one goes goes down there then i see I that why uh i'm like I'll take, because I always have a card. Not everyone has a card, Nam. I'm always hold like. On. Let me get my, hold on. Keep going, keep going. I'm usually a band leader out there. I usually have, I'm usually playing out there at Nam. I always have a gig and there's always something going on. I got guys with me. I have like a little posse, you know? And this one year I actually got a minivan. <laughs> I said, I said, give me the grossest vehicle you have. Do you have an older minivan with paneling? Sorry, sir. We don't have any paneling. paneling. I, want, I want the grossest car that I'm going to put all these big guys in. Uh, give me the, the ugliest big thing you have, right? I'll pay extra. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My dog was losing his mind. Had to go. Oh, that's okay. But And then Sorry. we go down to, what? what is it? In, the name of it, John? What's it called? Angela? That gross taco place that we love. What, like, Angelo's? Like Angel, Angelo's, like the $4 burritos. Mm -hmm. wow. It's usually like the morning after we go to Planet Fitness. <laughs> Post-workout. Post-workout wow. meal. Yeah. Well, you got to have some protein, go Steve. And, and I don't know why more musicians wouldn't go there because, because no one's got a car. But we have a car. So we go out there and it's like, oh, I'm like, this is great. And it's just us <laughs> and usually like some tweaker guy, maybe hanging around out front and, uh, you know, <laughs> I still see the same Spanish men in there every year, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. They're like, oh, music show in town? Like, yeah, music shows in town. That guy's a mountain. Wow. Oh, the big dude? Yeah, he's Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a down path. Well, hopefully 2022, Nam will be back and we'll be able to go on adventures and, you know, hopefully Nam will be back. I mean, I, I, I hope, you know, yeah. I hope the show will be back. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people, like a lot of manufacturers and, and a lot of people, and I said, I just kind of pulled you guys into this. I said, when everything is like relatively open, you know, when things can be relatively, I don't want to say the same, you know, because everyone says that yeah. when we can basically perform the same things that we did before, you know, we can travel without restrictions and so forth. Um, we're doing something. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. John and I are flying out. That's it. So, yeah, it's, you know, it, and that, I mean, we're obviously, you know, we're, we're creatures of travel. I mean that, you know, we're musicians, we're, we're gypsies, you know, and a lot of it's funny. My mom, my, my mom, she jokes with me when I talk to her, she'll call me when I'm on the road. She's like, where are you now? You know, obviously pre COVID. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, I, and she'd always say, she goes, you've got that Greek gypsy blood in you because <laughs> as, as much as you love being home with your family, you love being out on the road and traveling and, and yeah. just seeing things. 
and I got to tell you, man, it's like it, I won't say it's affecting me, but being home as long as I have, it's like, it, it does, it starts to wear, wear, sure. wear thin sure. on you a little bit. So hopefully eventually this is all going to break open, whether they come out with a virus or herd immunity or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, at some point, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, I think there's going to be a big, huge party. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, why I say about summer 2021. And yeah. I just hope it's true. It's got, well, when, so let's ask this. If you think back 1920s, when did the roaring twenties actually start? Did it start in 1920 or 21 or 22? You know, that's, that's, that's good. I'm going to look it up. History books. Yeah. Because are we on par for like this huge roaring twenties again in 21 and 22? I hope so. Post Spanish flu, right? Like post yeah. that, that thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, technology is hopefully higher than it was then. So hopefully all this stuff, you know, yeah. Uh, vaccines and, you know, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we're all a little bit just stronger individually where we can fight stuff off. Yeah. More I, so, you know, I, I swear. I, I won't say I had it back in January, well, but for the first time in, like I said, the 35 years of winter Nam, mm -hmm. this was the first year I started getting sick. Hmm. on friday started getting the dry cough oh started like not feeling well woke up saturday and i just attributed it to nam crud you yeah. know from breathing the nam air i was like yeah i'll just i'll eat some hauls and take some echinacea and I'll blow it out mm -hmm. by saturday afternoon at four o'clock my boss looked at me as like dude you need to go home you're not looking good oh. i get to my hotel i was supposed to have dinner saturday night with uh with with some friends I had to cancel dinner by seven o'clock. I had a fever of about 102, like shivering in my hotel bedroom. Went to CVS next door to the minute clinic. She gave me um, something for flu. I forget what it was. Tamiflu? Like Tamiflu. Yes. That's what they used a lot with people when they were getting, and actually that's what they use now too. I'm pretty sure for, for people okay. that, are, that have that. Yeah. And, and I was feeling like, I still had a fever, but I was feeling well enough mm. that I could function. So basically it took me out Saturday night. I didn't go to the show at all on Sunday. I didn't go in at all on Monday to break down. Yeah. And basically by the time I was feeling well enough, I, I was able to go to the airport and fly home. And I still didn't feel right even Did after that. Ever go to your chest? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. it was awful. Yeah. I had this like dry cough that, like they said, an unproductive cough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it came on real quick and then followed by a fever. So I, I swear some, that was floating around Nam at that point. Oh, that's well, you know, like a bunch Nam. of people downstairs got sick, like, yeah. uh, Devin and the yeah. Devin base crew, they okay. got, they got it bad, you know, yeah, well, it took a lot of people out this past January. Yeah. It really did. I think so. I heard something like seven people got carried out on stretchers from downstairs yeah i think there was emts had to come down or something like that it was trippy yeah why i always i've been saying this forever leave devon bases aniki cases let's just have like a cafe and disc golf right <laughs> it is like, like that should be an escape from everything upstairs yeah right? <laughs> leave those two uh, two zippers and that's it <laughs> yeah all the, wow. all the people showing off the wood down there and the picks like yeah yeah you know, well, yeah. uh, my imitation. Look, I'm I'm copying this company. I'm copying this company. I'm copying. Somebody gave, handed out my business. They got a stack of my business cards. One of my coworkers. Mm -hmm. This was back when in loud days when when loud don't Ampeg. Yeah. And as a joke, and like a new Nam, I call them a, a new Nambi. So he was new to Nam. Mm -hmm. And he thought it was a joke by taking a stack of my business cards and handing them out to all the Chinese manufacturers down in Hall E. And I, yeah, like, I was like, you did what? And he was like, I gave him like, dude, you have no idea what you just did to me. He's getting like, pinged emails, calls. <laughs> was, like to the point, I almost had to, I almost had to ask it to change my email address because yeah. I was getting hammered, oh. hammered by every like transistor manufacturer yeah. and tube manufacturer and i was like oh, oh my god is yeah. um 
is the Ampeg office at up in uh, where Line Six is now, or is it down yes. here? Is that okay? So all that stuff's there. Got it. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's all in. It's all in Calabasas. Cool. Um, and that's where they do all the development, all the engineering and development. Um, I got to tell you, man, it's so we have we have basically I call him my my. I'm his right-hand man. He's kind of right, my right-hand man. Uh, Dom Liberati, who's the yeah, yeah. Do you know Dom? I've somewhere. Yeah, I know the. Yeah, so, I know I've met him before. Or something. Yeah, that name sounds so familiar. He's been with Ampeg for a while, right? He's he's actually he's been with Line Six for a while. Okay, then and that's. Then, yeah, and then when when Lines when Yamaha when Ampeg came over to Yamaha. Mm -hmm. He got the gig as the product manager for nice. Ampeg, but he's a bass player and he's he's played sure. Ampeg for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it's like between him and I, you know, like so our official titles is he's the Ampeg product owner or product manager, and I'm I'm the brand marketing manager. And like the discussion between the two of us now, it's like it's just good to have somebody that's so tuned into the Ampeg brand. Yeah. and has been for years that you know but he we also have this vision like you know I, I was mentioning this the other day you know dom and i will sit down and we'll start mapping out like the next five to ten years cool. of what we would like to see for product yeah. you know and then he goes to work figuring out how he can make it happen as a physical product mm -hmm. and i go to work on my end saying all right well when this happens how who who's gonna buy it you know, who, who we yeah. got to sell this to. Yeah. And um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing, you know, because for, for a while there, towards the end of the loud years, you know, obviously loud was doing their thing with Ampeg and, and it was all cool, but towards the last couple of years there, it was like, it was, it was kind of lonely, hmm. you know, they were focusing more on Mackie and, and Ampeg was just kind of like, this mm -hmm. entity that they were just trying to maintain so that they could eventually sell it to somebody that was going to take care of it. Cause you know, loud, again, they were a pro audio company. They did what they could with Ampeg and they, they did some really cool things, but I don't know if they were necessarily equipped to, to feed both Mackie and Ampeg. So that's kind of the reason why they, they ended up selling it to Yamaha. And since Yamaha has had it, man, it's just been, it, it's, for me, it's been kind of like a dream come true because I still get to work for Ampeg, but now I'm working for this much bigger company that that's Yamaha. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, this is, you know, <laughs> it's they're just a cool company to deal yeah. with, you know? Well, it's one of the big powerhouses for sure. When you're talking about companies, yeah. that's that's one of the big yeah. ones. International, yeah. you know, they're huge. Yeah. In all yeah, MI, they cover a lot of MI. The scope of it is just... Yeah. Massive. You know, yeah, when I sit back and go, like, like my mom would even, like, when this all went down, like, my mom would be telling her friends, yeah, my son works for Yamaha now. And, you know, they don't, they think Yamaha, <laughs> Yamaha motorcycles. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he's always been in the motorcycles. Yeah. No, 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 he's working for the music division, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. He's making toasters. He's doing he's toasters. Toast. He's making stereo gear. <laughs> <laughs> he's making ninjas. Yamaha ninjas. Where, where? Yeah. You know, you know what's funny though? Like somebody, they were explaining to me when I first came on board, um, just the reach that Yamaha has, not just in 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 music and in motorcycles or motorsports. They were telling me like. If you buy a Toyota or a Lexus mm -hmm. and it has wood trim on the dash or the steering wheel, mm -hmm. that wood comes from Yamaha. Oh. So Damn. like whatever they don't use in their manufacturing of their instruments, wow. they sell off to the auto automotive industry and that's what they use. So they're always wow. repurposing stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, wow. so um do you know jolly sabatino you must you must know jolly right no so charlie's a friend of ours he and he works with uh i believe he's doing stuff with yamaha and the, the electric uprights and he's everything. one of their one of their demo but he works with them he does the the yes he's silent bass he does he the, lives in, he's from new york he's he's yeah super cool guy super great player yeah uh, one hell of an educator 
Yeah, I met him. I met him at this past Nam show actually because he he was over on the Yamaha side, demoing the silent yep. bass. Yeah, Charlie's Charlie's great man. He's yep. he's wonderful. Yeah. Yep. I remember talking to him about the silent bass, and he's an electric player too. Yes, he's an electric player. Yep. Yep. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what's the big um, what's kind of the big flagship? I mean, is the SVT still kind of the big biggest seller? Uh, yeah, I mean that's you know for for a lot of good reasons and and for some bad reasons that's kind of what we're known for. You yeah. know, it's the SVT has been you know it's the big concert touring amp. The you know, but it's you know one thing it's fifty year old technology. Mm-hmm. You know, but so is it the P base. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, that that that's basically what we're known for. And mm-hmm. in fact, like I said, when Yamaha took us over. That was the first thing we did was we came out with, with another SVT, the Heritage 50th. The, and I think that was Yamaha's way of saying, this stuff isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like, don't think we're going to make everything digital. But on the flip side, you know, somebody actually, I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and, and um, he was saying, you know, when is Ampeg going to make something that maybe not doesn't sound traditionally like an Ampeg? You know, like that sort of thing. It's like we need to start appealing to other players that don't necessarily want to be 15 or want an SVT or want to carry an 85-pound amplifier. This is new to me. Okay, it's like something like a branching off the original Ampeg tone, something different. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the – we know, you know, obviously we know all the other base amp manufacturers out there and and how – let's face it, let's how how crowded – the industry is right now you know so you know we've always enjoyed our little niche the mm-hmm. the svt and and the big concert amps and you know and and that's kind of where we've lived for the longest time yeah but you know it, i equate it very much like harley davidson in the way that you know they're not making new bikers these days <laughs> and the younger bikers that are coming up don't necessarily want a big old v-twin sure you know, bagger touring bike. They want something new and modern and sleek. And, and I, that's kind of, I think where Harley came out with the live wire, you know, to, and the smaller street bikes to, to appeal to that younger crowd. So I think we got to do that. At some point we have to embrace that, Hey, we're in the 21st century here. And, you know, there are players out there that want portability and they want soft, you know, small lightweight stuff. And, you know, whether it sounds like an Ampeg or not, that, that's still stuff we need to work out, but I think for a while didn't Ampeg make like a I don't know three rack space kind of wasn't it a class D, was it a class D amp with a I forget the name of it but I thought like I thought, a graphic EQ too yeah, graphic, yeah. So yeah we we always did so we have the Pro series which is the hybrid stuff I think that's one of yeah I think that's what I've seen and, yeah. you know like the four Pro is a three rack space mm-hmm. you know it's 40, 42 pounds okay. Um, but yeah, more recently we we did uh, the smaller solid state stuff, the Portaflex. Yes. The 350 and the 500. Um, and what's ironic, man, it's like I remember when we launched that. It was probably about 10 years ago mm-hmm. that we launched it. And um, you know, like so, the PF 500 is like 15 pounds. Okay. And it's 500 watts. And, you know, here we are, we come to NAMM with this thing going, man, we got a 500 watt solid state amp that's 15 pounds. Hooray for us. You know, we're like, and then we have all these retailers coming in going, well, that's still too heavy. Like, why couldn't you make it lighter? I'm like, seriously, you know, they said, well, you know, my Aguilar tone hammer is three and a half pounds or, you know, my Mark base is four pounds. And, and I used to joke, you know, I, I, I get into this conversation with bass players all the time. It's like, wait a second. You're going to you're gonna complain about carrying a 15-pound amplifier from your car to the stage and then back again. But you'll hang a 10-pound P bass off your neck for four cents a night and not complain about that? Come on. We're... You know. I, but I think a lot of that might be the the weekend warrior guy that's just at home that just wants. I, I mean, I I kind of equate it to Empress Wood. Okay. Empress Wood for yep. for bases and stuff where they're not even players, but somebody wants like I want the lightest. I want the. It's like, do you really like you're just sitting at home and that's why you want it because it's the lightest thing. And 
I don't know. There are some guys that just look at the numbers. They just look at the numbers. So, yeah. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Yeah, like, it's so light. But if you're really, really playing, gigging, doing, like, if you're grinding out there, you kind of learn. Because, honestly, if it's too light, it's just going to shift off your freaking amp, off your cabinet, and it's going to fall. Or there's there's other things. I don't know. I, I, You know, but then again, you have to look at the market. Like, who's going to buy it? You know, like. It's, right. it's a big market out there, and a lot of people that buy are the people that are at well, home. Here's the other thing. Weekend warriors. 15-pound amps sound better than the 7-pound amp, you know? Well, that I mean, now you get into the discussion. You know, it's yes. like, it's got a right. big, bigger transformer. It's a little fuller sounding. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Does, does, throwing... class, does Class D sound better than MOSFET? Does MOSFET sound better than a tube amp? <sighs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's um, uh... <laughs> that, that was Halloween sounds there. That was awesome. <laughs> like, no, 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 Steve, you yeah. wouldn't get that sound. You would not understand what that sound was. You know what, what? that sound was? That was a, of course, I absolutely know what it is. Chicken, it? Free chicken sandwich to whoever guess what that sound is. I, I already let John. John will tell you what it is. Well, I know R2 exactly D2? what it is. R2D2. Getting shot by the Jawa. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it was. That's yep. my alarm. Would have never guessed okay. it. Okay, so Dino... <laughs> Steve's not a geek in that way at all, but John and I, yeah. 100% are. Is, I'm, I'm, um, are. I, I am pleasantly surprised that you know what that sound is. That's awesome. <laughs> That's my, that is my That's alarm, awesome. like, on, like I said, on this diet thing that we've been doing. It's like, I, I mean, I watched The Mandalorian around. with my daughters, you know? Did you see the latest, the last episode, the new episode? I did not, actually. <laughs> all right. I won't give it away. I heard it's awesome. It is. It is. But I'm, but I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> the only reason I like it is Gina Carano. I'm a huge fan. That's it. There you go. Other than that, eh. yeah. <laughs> Dina, before okay. we go, I'm yeah. getting your socials. We have a few questions that we have to ask you. Oh, yeah. Okay. You want me to say, okay. So we have the kind of wrap up the three questions that we asked. So Dino, living dead, who would you love to study with? And I, you've probably studied with some monsters, but living or dead throughout centuries, whatever, who would you like to study with? Wow. Okay. So I guess first, who would I like to study with? Or have studied with, or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, and I have, I've, I've, I've had a lot of great teachers, man, but there, uh, the, the first guy to come to mind and Tony will know who this is, but Charlie I was thinking I, this, the initials are CB. CB. Yeah. Try binoculars, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, it's funny, I, I was on his list. Oh. And geez. he called me after about six months. And he was, you know, with Charlie, it's like, here's the deal, man. Uh, I can get you in on Sundays at like 6 a.m. And the day he called me, I had just come back from the orthodontist. My oldest daughter needed, needed uh, braces. Mm. And I looked at the bill, I was like, oh. Charlie, I can't do it right now, man, because I got to pay off. And he was like, dude, I totally understand. No problem. No problem. I got kid. Yeah, no worries. No worries. And I never followed up with him. And like, you know, a couple of years later, he had passed away. Yeah. So, man, that's so a good one. That's legendary. Such a legend, you know. Yeah. And and we talked to somebody that his his protege is still doing stuff. I forget what his name is. Right, Tony? Wasn't that uh, what her name is, actually? Her yeah. name. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. You know what? She, she's probably awesome. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm getting more now, you know, from, I mean, yeah, I, just, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good answer. RIP Charlie Benakis, one of the best for sure. You want me to ask the next one, guys? I have it right there. Uh, what, John? Let John in. John. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember it. So go ahead, Steve. I have it. <laughs> so again, John. again, living or dead, who would you have loved to have jammed with that you haven't with, like played with, jammed with? It could be any instrument. It could be a bass player. Oh. Like dream jam. Dream jam. Um, Jeff Beccaro. Nice. Ooh. I like it. Yeah. Jeff Picaro, he'd be my first one. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, drummers. You, okay. you know, oh, okay, good. Guitar, but yeah, like Jeff Picaro or even going back and uh, uh, John Bonham. Oh, 
That's how that right, gave me I'm going to do the last one. I'm that gave me chills. One. I love it. All right. And then the last one, Living yeah, Your I'm Dead. I want to do it, Steve. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Steve. You, you do it. it you do it, Tony. Do it. Do it. Even though I think John should be doing it. John, John I want to tell John the question first. John, you have to I will listen. Uh, I, I actually uh, know this one now. John, you have to ask him who he wants to have a meal with, John. Yeah, it's not like I've been actually doing other stuff like moving between houses <laughs> the poor guy it's not like we all have lives and john's moving it's all right we got to give him a little crap you know but it's right there john john it's right they there can only, they can only give me crap right now dino because i'm not next to him otherwise he'd be a little afraid <laughs> right yeah so, yeah you, you can put it down steve i'm not no no i want to make sure you got it <laughs> so living or dead <laughs> like to share a meal with Who would I and like why to... is it not steve arajo no not me sorry tony paleo <laughs> me because i know I... we're gonna i know we're gonna have a meal i mean i've done me. that before two out of five okay stars. so let's say I, I let's say i get transported to to mars and you can't have it with me who would it be and it can be any genre anything just somebody to share a meal with my dad. Wow. Yeah. Nice. I lost my dad a few years ago, and I, if, if I had a chance to, to have another meal with him, oh. that's that's who I would share a meal with. Not I to get it. too not to get too mushy on you, but no, no that's I, yeah. I get that a hundred percent, man. Yeah, a hundred percent. Love yeah. it. Those are yeah. that's awesome. I love that. Very cool. <laughs> now I got myself all worked up. I know. But... <laughs> no, yeah. that's. Anyway. And that's good. You're real. That's good. I am real. I love I it. That's rad, man. <laughs> Dino, where can everyone find you as a player? We all know we can get you at Impact, but what about you as a player? Where can everyone find your socials? Right right now, nowhere. <laughs> no, um, actually, I do have uh, I do have a website that cool. I'm, I'm probably going to update at some point, but it's, it's Monotunes Music, all one word, M-O-N-O. T-U-N-E-S music.com. I'll, I'll put all the links. I'll put all the links yep. in, in the video. Uh, any Instagram, Twitter, do you do any of that stuff? Yeah. So I got, I actually have to look it up here. If, if you have Instagram, I'll, I'll totally find it and I'll put a yeah. link. So yeah. Just, um, you know, just, just Instagram, Dino Monoxilis, same thing cool. with Facebook. I, I hope I'm the only one there. If not, somebody's somebody stole my account. Well, it's such a such a uh, popular last name. People are going to have it. <laughs> I think you're going to be the only Dino Monoxilis there. Like, oh yeah, but yeah, I'll put, I'll put all the links and stuff. Yeah, man. yeah. Instagram yeah. and Facebook by all means. You can reach out to me there too. Nice man. Dino, oh, this is long overdue. It's so good to have you on here, man. Guys, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Seriously, thank you for inviting me. I am, I am truly honored that you guys reached out to me on this. When I saw Tony's text, I was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> That's rad. And what I'll do, it'll probably be out a week and a half or so, and I'll definitely, you know, ping everybody, and I'll – tag in all that kind of good stuff so yeah we'll do like a little picture icon thing oh yeah we'll yeah get a picture for you i put a little thing. little uh thumbnail, thumbnail. In there that's it okay. yeah thumbnail. so all right, all right. At, at this, john yeah yeah at this time we say goodbye to the audience and the people listening and stuff but we still talk shit we stay so <laughs> we still talk some stuff back here a little backstage green room action so uh public yeah. dino Thank you so much. You're the best. Episode 20 fucking guys. one. Season congratulations three. Congratulations on that, too. Yeah, congratulations. That's huge. Awesome, Thank man. You guys Thanks. Drinking age now. Yes, yes. All right. Hold on, everybody. We'll see everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks Bye -bye. for listening. <laughs>